want more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. It's 540 and uh, very smoky out there. It's not as bad as it was midday yesterday, but it will probably get that way again today. The air quality advisory is in effect. It's like driving down White Avenue and the person in front of you exhales all of their vape whatever that stuff is. Were they driving the a Subaru? Probably, y- Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, Edmonton is just kind of coming. It, it seems like we're in the cloud of a giant vape douche flute, if you were. Uh, time for the 540 Funny, brought to you by the Comic Strip. Appearing this week at the Comic Strip is Bobby Lee. I love my dad, but he can be an asshole sometimes. He doesn't think I'm funny. I can't even eat with the guy. He'll stand up, you are not funny. <laughs> What the f***? You are not the funny. I have a joke for you, knock knock. Who's there, Dad? You are not the funny. (laughs) You know why the chicken crossed the road? Why, Dad? You're telling jokes on his side. So I'm driving along and I'm thinking, wow, I'm living on the edge yesterday because I was driving with my window open. I'm sitting there in traffic in St. Albert, right there on St. Albert Trail. I'm on my way to get my hair cut at Empire Salon, right? You look terrific. Thank you. I appreciate that, Pete. I know it comes from the heart. So I'm I'm sitting there in traffic. I got my window open. I'm tempting fate because of smoky skies. They said, keep your window closed there. You know, you never know what you're inhaling with the the smoke and the weather advisory and all of that air quality and stuff yesterday and a guy pulls up beside me yeah. in a bmw and says how come i can't get in on bikes and bands anymore <laughs> and i'm in traffic right so now you got to roll down the window and risk your own health it was already rolled down i told you oh, i was that, tempting fate right. Remember? Yeah. See? Yeah. it was just four seconds ago i thought Pete. you had rolled it up as <laughs> no. anyway. okay, so the guy he's yelling at me in traffic how come i can't win anymore i you can you, it's just, we're, we're not playing the contest on the radio, but now you have the opportunity to go down to Heritage Harley-Davidson, have a boo at all their stuff, and That's then right. their uh, employees will give you an entry form. You can go and enter right there. You know, you're always thinking. You're quick. You're on your toes. You're ready to help. You know where to send him. Boom, he's in. There's always an option, Pete. Yes. That's what, there's always a solution to every problem. So you, then when he got in front of you, did he put a signal on at least? And, and then maybe you could have sent him somewhere else. He's I turned. I, I, like I said, I I was, I was off to uh, head down to get my hair cut. But, uh, yeah, you can go to Heritage Harley-Davidson. I said, it's going to be a nice weekend. Uh, get on the bike and go for a scoot. Or if you don't have a bike, go down and have a boot around their uh, their showroom. They've got plenty of uh, beautiful motorcycles, both new and used. And they've got uh, – I was down there uh, late last week. When was it? Oh, yep. it's Sunday. I was down there Sunday. And they've got some, uh, you know, sail racks, and they've got this, and they've got some, you know, discontinued stuff. And, of course, the motorcycles and the all the doodads you can put on your bike. We'll be there June 15th for all of the fun. It's their 25th birthday and K97's 40th birthday. So we'll be down celebrating with Axe Monkeys Edmonton. There's going to be a blacksmith forging knives on site. There's going to be stunt riders. There's going to be a chainsaw carver. Uh, a metal bender, a guy that just bends metal and stuff, shapes things out with his bare hands. So much fun. Uh, so if you go down, put your entry in up until, what is it, a week? I think you got like 10 days or something. I think... Uh, the time is of the essence. Let's just say that. The yeah. better you get, the faster you get down there, the better chance you have. The Wednesday before the 15th of June. All right. So what is that? The 12th? Yeah. The 12th. I will be down there at around lunchtime and I'm going to make a draw. 25 of the people who are in the barrel get to go in the final draw for the Saturday party. So you got a good chance. You got a good chance. The trip to Munich to see Bon Jovi and Def Leppard. Mm -hmm. There's the 5K. Mm -hmm. And there's the 2019 uh, Sportster from Heritage Harley Davidson. In denim black, I want to highlight that because it, it's a killer looking color. So man. nice, it's a killer looking color. So nice, you're right, man. Uh, we'll be down there with Klondike Insurance, proud supplier of Peace Hills Insurance. Uh, Klondike uh, is there uh, through all of the AMSS, and they're going to have a booth there, and I'll, I'll all be set up, and uh, we'll have a, a, a hoot. It's going to be a day long party. 
as they say. The kids say part parte, right? Do they not? Sure, if it was 1952. We'll be dabbing. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. K97, who's this? It's Carney Jim. Hey, I need a favor, Terry or Pete. Doesn't matter which one. I mean, I'd like Terry because I've known you longer. If I, uh, when I pick up the bike, can you guys uh, drive it out to my house so I can surprise my wife with her class six license so she can take it for a drive? Well, here's the thing. It, when I sit on a Sportster, it kind of looks like I have a motorcycle sticking out of my ass. I look like a Shriner. You know? So then, so we'll then get, I might as well ask Pete. Then, yeah, right? we'll get Pete to do it. Uh, yeah, no problem, okay, Jim. Okay, 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 uh, okay, 100% okay. make sure as second fiddle that gets to your house. <laughs> First, your weather, the uh, special air quality advisory in effect here today because of the smoke from the northern wildfires. Is it going to be as bad as yesterday? Well, don't be surprised because it is a wind coming from the north up, uh, you know, in the upper atmosphere. And there's a lot of fires up there, man. Uh, It's a nasty situation for a lot of people involved. Well, more details on that in just a second. Eight degrees to start your day. Smoky and 24 expected. 28 in the sunshine tomorrow. 26 for Sunday. There's your weekend. Redtail Landing Golf Club. With their new corporate memberships, every round includes share GPS power cart, driving range, plus a ten dollar food and beverage credit. Redtail Landing, good deal. Dot com sure is. Deal. Now uh, let's start off with some good news. Right now, the smoke in Edmonton isn't as bad as it was yesterday. Uh, It was off the charts yesterday, man. It was like. 11 o'clock at night at 1 o'clock in the afternoon in my house. We had, I mean, I had to turn the lights on in the kitchen and went down the hallway. It was pitch black. It was like I was in a bunker. Could be Uh, worse, though. We could be in high level, so yeah. A number of of outdoor activities were called off uh, last night and yesterday afternoon. As for the fires in the northwest part of the province, something like 10,000 people have now been evacuated, while thousands more have been put on evacuation alert. Some as short as two hours, like Slave Lake. Some eight hours, but evacuation alert nonetheless is enough to snap you to attention. And uh, they they're really making sure that people are ready so they don't have a situation like... Well, I mean, you told the story. We should actually talk about that. What's about, that? Well, what what you, you were telling us yesterday, uh, just as the show ended, Jake and I, you were telling me that, uh, you know, you figured that it was probably a good idea that the city evacuate and everybody was calling you a knucklehead oh, yeah. well, for fun. even suggesting it. Yeah, so. we'll tell that coming up. <clears throat> Alberta's carbon tax was sent packing yesterday. I know. Look at our skies now. Yeah, the fe- I know. The feds uh, say they're going to move quickly to slam their own version onto the province. Jason Kenney says he'll fight that in court. And, of course, Shear is saying, when he's prime minister, the... X is going to be gone. So, uh, Man, I, have you seen, did you look at your uh, bank account this morning? Whew. Rich again. Uh, gas is supposed to be down. Uh, I don't know why that would have anything to do with your bank account. The carbon tax? As soon as they eliminate it, we all just got rich right now. You see, I've, because we get more money back. Yeah. It's, it's, we don't have to pay as much as what's supposed to happen, especially at the gas tanks. RCMP investigating following a security breach at the Edmonton International Airport. Dude gets onto a WestJet plane, just ran all wambly-wambly down the uh, thing onto the plane. There was just crew on the plane. He started uh, behaving poorly. Oh, Started wrecking stuff. Crew got the hell out of Dodge. Suspect wound up damaging a door before police got there. Charges pending. Idiot. And, uh, oh, the script's national spelling bee ended in an eight-way tie on Thursday. The eight co-champions spelled the final 47 words correctly through five consecutive perfect rounds. Each champion will receive $50,000. Wait a minute. What age are these... Are they kids, or is this like a, you know, I don't no, know spelling bee? Okay, it's, I didn't know. school students, middle school, grade school sort of thing. Oh, okay, good for them. It's the first time the competition has ended in an eight-way tie. It was the most millennial ending of <laughs> any contest ever in the... And listen to how excited the... You'd think he was calling the NBA final or a Stanley Cup Game 7. Listen how excited he is as he's calling this. Odalik, O 
D Y L I C O D O. It's complete. They will forever be remembered as the Elite Eight. They will the forever Elite Eight be remembered as the well. All eight of them get fifty grand. It's supposed to be one winner. Where did the rest of that money come from? I have no idea. We've run a lot of contests before. <clears throat> We've got fifty grand. We don't have fifty point one. Who came up with the other? You know, eight times five. What's four hundred thousand dollars? Four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Who Man. ponied up the other three fifty? I need to get better at spelling. You sure do. That is, well, you're the size of most grade schoolers, so you could probably go on the script spelling bee, Pete. Don't uh, don't cut yourself short. Maybe. Well, well, you know what? Maybe coming up, you can <laughs> test and see if I have the if I have the chops to do it. <laughs> you, want, you want me to throw some words at you, see sure. if you can spell them? Okay. What, what, we'll find out what grade they're at. All right. See if I can't. That we'll find point. some of the words that they spelled, and I'll throw them at you. Okay. Uh, the Toronto Raptors took game one of the NBA Finals on Thursday night over the Golden State Warriors, 118-109. Kawhi Leonard had an off night, but Pascal Siakam racked up 32 points, at one point making 11 in a row. The Warriors clearly missed the injured Kevin Durant, who's expected back for game three, maybe. It was the Raptors' first ever NBA Finals game, their first ever NBA Finals win, the first time the Canadian National Anthem was ever sang before an NBA Finals. Uh, the Warriors' Draymond Green had an intense exchange with Raptors superfan Drake after the game as well, called Drake Trash. Champagne Pappy, he trash! Champagne Pappy, Drake had uh, 32 points as well for the... Uh, <laughs> you just like saying Champagne Pappy. Champagne right? Pappy. Yeah. What That's, would you be? What would your hip? Maybe Coors Light Pappy. Coors Light Pappy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Look me up on the gram. Coors Light Pappy. Boston and St. Louis tomorrow. The series tied at one. Blue Jays in Colorado tonight, 7.30 hour time. And uh, the PGA continues. Uh, Adam Hadwin and Corey Connors are your two Canadians in the field at the Memorial. They're tied uh, at even par. Tiger and Phil at two under. Ryan Moore has the lead at seven under. K97. All right, then. Just uh, happened to find the qualification website for the National Spelling Bee. I'm pretty pumped about this because if I can get through this qualifying, mm -hmm. I mean, a good Mach 3 shaver, you know, some, some trendy new clothes. And a couple of dabs. Yeah, I'll be right. They wouldn't even see me coming. I just look like every other great night. Start doing that. Uh, That's called flossing. Start doing the floss dance. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you'll you'll fit right in with... Uh, okay, so what I did was I found the uh, sample test, and this is a qualifying test for you to actually qualify for the opportunity to make the process through and and get into the Scripps National Spelling Bee. We're doing this for, <laughs> if you're just tuning in now, uh, during Things You Need to Know, there's these uh, the Elite Eight, eight kids tied for a Spelling Bee championship, and they all walked away with 50 grand. 50 grand. And I thought, this is a good side hustle for me, since I'm five foot nothing. I could get back into this. Yeah, Pete so. looks like a, a grade schooler. Okay, are you ready? Here's the first word. Are you listening? Yeah. Grok. Grok? Grok. Can you use grok in a sentence? Uh, well, uh, to understand uh, the, the definition, to understand profoundly and intuitively, establish deep, compassionate rapport with. So, we have some grok. Sure, we have some grok. <laughs> it's a verb. G-R-O-C-K. G-R-O-C-K? Yes. All right. Is that right? All right, we don't get to find out until the end. No, not till the end. How many questions are there? <clears throat> Twelve. Okay, let's go for it. Decilient. Okay, here you go. Decilient. Decilient. Decilient, yes. The definition is springing apart, specifically bursting open. D-E-S. Sil. I-L-A-N-T. Decilient. Uh, that's not even an option on the... <laughs> That's not even an option. There's, That's how I identify the spelling of decilience. Yeah, there's five options for spelling, and you didn't get one of them. <laughs> okay, let's, they'll give you a freebie. They'll give you one freebie. Let's okay. see if I can get back in the game. Back uh, in the game. Okay, I'm going to... I'll just click yeah. the one that you came closest to. Sure, that's good enough in 2019, uh, isn't it? Here you it? go. Here's another one. Cyopatus. Cyopatus. Uh, having very large feet. Cyopatus. Cyopatus. Okay, ready? Go. 
Psyopatus. Well, this sounds like there's a P in there for some reason. It yeah. does, does sound like if there's a P in there. Yeah. Go. P-S-Y. <laughs> O-P. Ip-itis. Psyopatus. I-T-I-S. Okay. I nailed uh, it. You no, know, that's uh, also not one of the five options that they give, uh, but that's fine. We'll move. Is this multiple choice? Can <laughs> yeah. I get through on this no, that way? It, no. it is multiple choice, but I'm... Uh, Rue Servin. Oh, Servin, Ru- of course. Rue Servine. <laughs> I use that a lot in life. Uh, of, relating to, or like a deer of the genus... Russervice. Russervice. There you go. Oh, Russervin, yes. Russervine. Yeah. Russervine. Uh, sure. R O U S E R V I N E. Again, not one of the five options. I'll pick the one that you were close. All right, here's the next one. Epolicate. 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 Epolicate, uh, yes. Sure, yes, that's, yes. Uh, this is lacking a thumb. Yeah. If you are epolicate, you are lacking a thumb. You've just got one. One thumb? Yes. Spell it. E-P-O-O-L-C-A-T-E. Epolocate. Uh, I think you got an extra O in there. but That's let's, good. Uh, I got it. <laughs> we'll go with that one. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. Indesurptable. Indesurptable. Oh, Indesurptable. Yeah. Uh, I-N-D-E-S-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-P-E-R-
seems as though I live my life on the bad side of the moon. Yeah. Have you ever heard Elton John's version of that? I have, yeah. It's terrific. It is, yeah. Made famous by April Wine, that big hit. Yeah. yeah. Exactly right. Uh, we uh, bring that up because Todd James is here with his movie business. You can see him on Global News at 5 tonight, Global News Weekend Edition. You went and saw Rocket Man. Of with course. Elton John. Is yeah. that one of the movies you're reviewing today? Well, yeah. This is the story of a. <laughs> Yes. No, Terry. We're going to go to obscure B-sides. I'm just, I'm just making sure I'm topical. Well, this is the big one. The story of a shy kid named Reginald, his transformation into Elton John. My name is... Reggie! Reginald Dwight. Reginald. That's my granddad's name. So how does a fat boy from nowhere get to be a soul man? got to kill the person you were born to be in order to become the person you want to be. It's a rocket ride of excess, and it is a musical fantasy. Now, people are going to expect Bohemian Rhapsody, which is a very linear biopic, you know, from point A to point B. Right. And, of course, you had the big, the Live Aid concert, yeah. which, for me, made the movie. You get none of that in this, because this is a very non-linear approach. It's ethereal. You know, you, ethereal. You, you have to almost buy in. Giving you a ding for that $10 Thank for word. That. Thank you for that, because yeah. there's a lot of fantasy pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not a straight line journey. Weren't it's, a lot of his outfits made by the same person who made the gowns for Carol Burnett and Cher? Uh, Bob Mackey. Bob I, I'm Mackey. sure he uh, had a few made. I, we, they don't get into that in this, <laughs> in this particular wow, how telling. detailed is this movie? <laughs> Taron Egerton. Now, he really does sing. As the story recounts Elton's troubled childhood, including a neglectful mother, played by Bryce Dallas Howard, a prodigy Elton would take to the piano and soon meet lyricist and lifelong friend Bernie Toppin, played by... By Jamie Bell. I read it and I could hear the whole tune in my head. It was all there. I could see all the notes and I just had to get it out. It's like my fingers couldn't work fast enough to keep up with my brain. Do you ever get anything like that? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> um, I can write more for you though, Elton. Elton and Bernie's relationship is at the center of the film as Elton's star rapidly rises and his search for love and acceptance leads him astray and into the arms of a deceitful manager played by Richard Madden. Dexter Fletcher, he was the uncredited director of Bohemian Rhapsody. When Brian Singer was right. booted out, he actually directs this. He doesn't skimp on Elton's outrageous costumes, his drug use, his sexual adventures, all of his addictions. In fact, the movie starts with Elton walking off stage in one of his more outlandish devil outfits okay. and straight into a 12-step meeting. And no way. And that's where the movie begins as he recounts, you know, because back in 1990, that's when he, he yep. quit all of his addictions and he had many of them. So we learn a lot about Elton, but again, it's going to be one of those movies where I know a lot of people are going to scratch their head and go, what? I, I just want, you know, a regular story. It's mm. not a regular story. He's Captain Fantastic. He's Captain Fantastic. He just took the words right out of my mouth. It's the ever-present songs that propel this Captain's Fantastic Journey. And I'm giving Rocket Man four kernels of popcorn out of five. Also, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. This is Godzilla's world. We just live in it. Damn right. Ma with Octavia Spencer, a thriller. You guys want to party like rock stars? Follow me. Cool basement. You're free to do whatever you want down here, but nobody go upstairs. Welcome to Mars. And on Netflix from Ava DuVernay. You know her from Selma and A Wrinkle in Time. When They See Us, it's a four-part series documenting the Central Park Five. What's going on with my son? Your son was involved in a rape in Central Park. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it's the- I didn't see any lady. Kevin. I didn't see any lady. And it's a high. Coming June 12th to Netflix. I'm looking forward to this. Rolling Thunder review. A Bob Dylan story. Directed by Martin Scorsese. Once upon a time, it's just so fun. And on HBO, just four words. Welcome to fucking Deadwood. And I can't wait. (laughs) Deadwood begins. The the movie is available now on HBO. Uh, Thank you for that well-placed beep. Yes. And that's all I got. Uh, Todd James joins us every Friday with his look at the big and small screen. Watch him on Minute at the Movies tonight on Global. K97, good morning. Who's this? Yeah, it's Steve. Steve, what's up, man? Uh, I'd like to talk to Terry. I've got uh, a first-time caller, but long-time listener. Go ahead, Steve. What's up? Well, uh, uh, remember he used to do those songs, you know, he changed lyrics to the song? Yeah, parody songs, sure. Yeah, well, I made the original myself all those years ago, and it's the the, the tune of Tax Man. Just the facts, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, that's outstanding, Steve. Are you going to get into a studio, record that anytime soon? We'd love to play it. No, no, I just it was just a 
no, Terry used to do this thing where he changed the... No, yeah, that yeah, is Terry. Yeah, You're yeah, talking is, to Terry. This, this is me. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm okay. reading your mail while I'm reading your facts. Oh, I don't have facts. <laughs> no, you said it's just the facts, man, Steve. Follow along. Oh, you the facts, ma'am. Like, uh, well, you used to do that thing years ago. And yeah. Well, I've been an off and on listener for like over 40 years or whatever. It's been all long of you. I there. appreciate every minute of it, Steve. Thanks so much for the call. Have a great weekend, okay? Yeah, he's uh, a little disappointed you didn't find that funnier, but... Well, I'm... Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Like, it is a good one, though. Like, oh, it's a beauty. It's a beauty. No, You're telling that around the fire man. this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the facts, man. Yeah, I got a five-hour plane ride tomorrow morning. I'm going to regale my wife with that probably three or four times. There's a 100% chance I'm making that my ringtone. Jeez, I was hoping I'd get on the air there, but that's okay. Oh, we would never put you on the air. Me? No, why not? Not, not without your permission. Oh, of course I would give you permission. Oh, perfect. K-97. 716, 8 degrees, smoky again. The uh, air quality advisory in effect from Environment Canada. It's not as bad now as it was yesterday around noon, 1 o'clock, even 10 o'clock in the morning yesterday. But there's potential for it to be much worse. We were talking about how some people... Uh, have been evacuated. Up to 10,000 people have already been evacuated from up near uh, high level. Manning, uh, Slave Lake is, uh, you know, there's there's people now on two-hour, four-hour, eight-hour sort of evacuation notice saying that, listen, stuff is happening. We may come back here and say, you've got two hours. I want, sort of and I hope those people take it seriously. Well, you would hope. That there's always somebody, I'm going to ride it out. doesn't matter if it's a tornado right. or if it's a you know hurricane coming in. On, you, know, the, you always hear about those guys down in the East Coast oh, yeah. and the, the United States and, and that sort of thing. I'm going to ride it out. I'm I've been seeing my- that lava since I was 14. This is no problem. No. Yeah. Just- uh, Get out. The, the case uh, uh, of this is uh, that at least they've they've got some time or a little bit of notice. I know it seems like a very short period of time when you think about all of the stuff that you. Okay, well, what am I? What do I do? But when people were evacuated out of Fort Mac, we saw people come down and all of a sudden start wandering around the mall. They just. The mall became a hub of evacuees from Fort Mac, and you could tell people got out with seconds to spare, really, no. because of. You know, it was either the way they were dressed or the way they were, uh, you know, they had their family in tow, uh, whether it was without strollers or, I mean, there was just all kinds of crazy scenarios that came into play. And it was the same thing for you. But you were you were telling us this story yesterday about being on the air, how uh, it was so surreal seeing, like, you could see the flames. Oh, yeah. You were surrounded by, you know, smoke. You could see the flames. It was right there. And I went on air and I told people, you know, because up there you're supposed to have an evacuation ready kit, which is, you know, your passports, your deed to your house, your insurance, uh, some clothes, some water, some dog food, whatever. You know, you have a little kit and you set it in your garage or by your door. So in case of an emergency like this, you pick up and you go because you don't have time to wander around the house and be like, Terry. Terry, where's the passports? Yeah. You know, you don't have time for that. And so I went on air and I was pumping this up as like, hey, let's be ready. Get your gas tanks. And people were getting mad at me. They were getting mad at me. They were saying I was fear mongering. The city actually phoned me and said, you can't be doing that. You're causing people stress. And I'm like, no, I'm just telling them to be prepared. In the meantime, you could see flames. Yeah, you could see them. 500 feet high in the air, yeah. dancing from treetop to treetop. So I, I doubled down on it, and I said, yeah, that's not what I'm doing. I'm going to continue to tell people to be prepared, and I did. And then eventually, you know, when we finally got back, I did get a message from uh, some people at the city that said, hey, we're sorry. I guess you were right on that one. But wasn't it the next day? The, they he, apologize? Well, no. The, the, oh, the next the, day? Yeah, yeah. They said, don't worry about anything. Star wiped to 12 hours later. Oh, we, we need gotta, to get out of here now. Yeah. yeah, it's like, wow, could you imagine had you just listened and we did this a day early? But... You know, it's it's hard to pull the trigger and say evacuate an 80,000-person city or whatever size city it is because if it doesn't then end up being a threat, the city looks stupid. But I think we've moved past that and with all these wildfires here. So I hope that everybody up there takes it seriously and is ready. There's a, I believe there's a, a level of preparedness now than, that there wasn't for the Slave Lake fire and the Fort Mac fire. And yeah. it's one of those things where you have to go through the process in order to learn. So uh, the stats 
that I saw yesterday is the amount of ground that is already burned this year is on record pace for 2019. We need uh, rain bad. Yeah, need a lot of rain. Uh, it would be great if it happened. So if you uh, have acquaintances, relatives, family, whatever the case may be, friends and stuff, uh, and you have the ability to open up your home or facilities or something like that to people who are mm-hmm. being evacuated. Like I said, there's 10,000 people who have already been evacuated and likely more in the coming days through the weekend. And they're just going to need some place to go, mm-hmm. hang a shingle, uh, have a shower, whatever the case. And maybe if you know those Park people. Park a trailer. Yeah, that's a big one. If you know uh, a person, reach out to them and remind them, hey, have you got your evacuation set up ready? Because that was a big one. And one other quick thing uh, at Heritage Harley, Sarah, what, mm-hmm. what's the, uh, the the pet organization that she works with? Oh, Who she did, rescues did bring, a tons of dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's lots of, of animals coming in because of the evacuations. Yep. Because So uh, that's another thing. Take into consideration, if you have the ability to take in animals, then uh, you may want to look in, it's, you know, Google it. And, I had to I had to rehome Oscar, yeah. my little dash hound, when I came down because he was going to get us evicted from the hotel. So that is, a, you, you bring up a very real, real issue yeah. with people on that one. It's a serious business and uh, still very dry in the Edmonton area with the fire restrictions, ATV restrictions, and so on. Uh, have a great weekend, but uh, please be safe. Classic Rock, K97. 734, and uh, it's 2019. There's a lot of things that we learn about people because of technology that we may not have learned about people back in the day because we just didn't have access to that kind of information. And not everybody wanted to put everything they do every single day out there. Exactly. Uh, the uh, technology, internet in particular, is one of those things that provides us with information about our species that makes us go, wow. Yeah. There's that kind of porn. <laughs> I, <laughs> it, but that, I mean, that's true, right? <laughs> no wonder your phone and computer's always locked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It's, there's strange addictions. Uh, do, do you have any strange addictions aside from uh, your Facebook addiction that you have? I don't have a Facebook addiction. Oh, no. No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right, Pete. You don't have a Facebook addiction at all. No. I uh, I have a healthy relationship with my Facebook yes, account. Yes, absolutely. Um, That's how many psychologists would describe it. Ah, what do they know? Bunch of quacks. <laughs> uh, I don't really think I have any strange addictions per se. You were uh, your sim. You, you jokingly during BTO said you're sim racing, but that's a hobby. That's, that's my a- hobby. That's not a. It's not a weird thing either. It's not something that you get home and you go straight like you have to go. No, it's- I, I can go days, weeks, sometimes without touching it. Yeah. So. Uh, the thing about it is when most people think about addiction, they tend to think of this, you know, substance, the drink, drugs, yeah, that, yeah. that kind of thing. Addictive behavior doesn't stop there, though. Uh, there's everything from food to sex to work to Internet. Uh, our brains have a, a habit of growing independent on things, but not all habits that people get hooked on are so straightforward. And if, uh, some of them are weird. Uh, you can be addicted to tanning. Yeah, uh, you can be addicted to uh, con- consuming uh, things other than food, like like, uh, like the girl uh, that eats her mattress. It, well, there's that. Uh, there's people are addicted to eating ashes, dirt. Yeah, you don't want to eat your mattress topper. Don't, You're not going to get a restorative. Don't sleep. eat your mattress. So we uh, we found some of the strangest addictions on the planet, and there are. Uh, okay, hit me with some good ones. What do you got? All right. What, do you, what, what are some What are some people doing that'll make me feel better about my spelling? Well, the, I, I thought the first one, tanorexia. Tanorexia. They've yeah. given it a term. Yeah. Uh, tanorexia. It's known in science circles as tanorexia. Bonkers about bronzing. So there's that. It, it, it's interesting. Remember tanning mom? Tan mom, yeah. Yeah, okay, so that, yeah, okay, that's a real one. Tanorexia? Yeah, tanorexia. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, if you have, uh, if you know somebody or if you uh, have an addiction that uh, it's, it's hard for you to explain, but or you can't just, I mean, not, we're not here to make fun, but. Uh, yeah, we're curious. Yeah. Well, we might make a little fun, but we are more curious than fun. 
I'm more curious. This stuff kind of fascinates me. <laughs> You're more curious than fun. <laughs> People are looking at the radio your, and saying, yeah, you got that right. Put that uh, on your Tinder profile. Uh, some some are not quite as weird, like tanorexia. Some people have the thing of eating ice. Uh, but another one of the things, drinking blood was a weird one. Okay, no, no. Where do you even find blood? What aisle is that at the grocery store? And it, well, the, they talked to this one person. They've been getting uh, pig's blood since she was a teenager and just can't get her day going without drinking a cup of red pig's blood. Is there a President's Choice version of this? I, I, I don't know. Get it in a bulk bin in a 50-gallon pail or something like that. Can it I seems, get the no-name pig's blood? I, I don't. I, Does it have to be seems, named, Brad? Um, there's a gaming disorder. Oh, the World Health Organization is now a gaming disorder. Is an actual disease. Con- yeah. Yeah. So no, your kid's just lazy. World <laughs> Health Organization confirmed the fears of parents across the globe by adding video game addiction to their list of recognized disorders. That's because parents have become too soft. If that happened in my house as a kid, my dad would have just taken the Xbox or PlayStation and turfed it off the side of the, the highway there, and that would have been the end of that thing. How about this one? Okay. Trick O. Trichotillomania. Trichotillomania. Is that when you Halloween and uh, trick-or-treat in July? No, no, no. no. <laughs> yes, that's when you addicted to trick-or-treating. You do it every third day. Yeah. <laughs> Terry, it's me again. <laughs> All right, here's some tomatoes, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> no, trichotillomania, uh, also known as trick, is uh, the addiction that people where people pull out their own hair. Just for, for no apparent reason whatsoever. They, just they like the feeling of that? Uh, it's, uh, it's just weird stuff. 7804. There's more. We'll, I, we'll go through some I want, more here. I want more. I'm very curious. All right. I'll, I'll give you one more. One and then more. We'll take some calls. 780-451-8097. Uh, the, another one is a ha- the weird uh, habit of skin picking. In particular, the lips. You just keep pulling the skin off your lips. I, I kind of do that. Yeah. Well, you, see, you get that little piece at the end of your lip there, you know, right there. And then especially in winter when it dries and then you can feel it and then and you rip it a little early. Well, and a, then your skin, then you've, you've done it too early and now your lip hurts. Yeah, you may, might get a little bit of a bleed there. Yes, yeah, so, Well, I mean, that's it's, it's a dry climate. I don't know if you have dermotillomania. Dermotillomania? Dermotillomania. Oh, Jeff, our boss, our program director, I'm not going to be in on Monday. My dermotillomania is acting up. Yeah. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Special uh, air quality advisory in effect again for today, just so you have that in the back of your head. Uh, smoky and a high of 24 today. Warmer and sunnier expected for the weekend. Hopefully the smoke doesn't affect us too much here, but keep in mind, if it doesn't affect us here, it certainly affects people up north, and there's 10,000 people being evacuated already uh-huh. and uh, possibly more so details at 805 on things you need to know weird addictions there's even a tv show i i couldn't watch much of it because it was really weird like girls eating i hate the feel of dry sponge do you dry like, sponge yeah <laughs> dry sponge and velvet just <laughs> they give me the heebie-jeebies so i tried to watch one episode of it <laughs> You're you're a weird little dude. No, I'm not. <laughs> you don't like mayonnaise, dry sponge, or velvet. Yeah, no. Like if Loren, my girlfriend's pretty damn hot, right? Showed up in a very nice red velvet dress to go out. You wouldn't be able to be. You wouldn't be all Hard over. No. Hard no. I can't do it. All right, have to get gloves or something really awkward. Gloves? Weird. Yeah. Like what? Welding gloves with a gauntlet? Or like winter gloves, you know, just in July. Hockey gloves? Yes. There we go. That'll How about me. goalie gloves for a soccer player? <laughs> How about some of the ones from uh, Barry White on Storage Wars with the skulls on the back of the hands there? She'd really like that to go out. Sure. How about Mickey Mouse's gloves? You know, just the three fingers or four or however many fingers he had. Uh, those are all acceptable options other than touching velvet. Mm-hmm. But the one uh, My Strange Addiction that shows she was eating dry sponge, and I just couldn't get through it after that. I was there enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, what? You don't have you everything you touch you love the feel of? Mm. There's got to be a feel. Everybody's got something that they touch they don't like the feel of. Yeah, I suppose I'm trying to think if there's something that I touch that I don't like the feel of. Uh, broken glass? <laughs> <laughs> Barbed wire? 
Not really a fan of that. Razor wire outside a prison fence. Um, There's uh, one of the things on TLC's My Strange Addiction was uh, that 26-year-old woman who, unfortunately, her husband passed away. Oh, sad. And she ate his ashes. Oh. Well, he's always with her now. Uh, to a certain there's you, you eaten glass. Speaking yeah. of shards of broken pottery. Oh no pottery. no 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 no! There's yeah. guys that do that too. People do that. Why? There's uh, people are addicted to tattoos. I I'm I'm borderline. Like, addicted I to think, tattoos. I think about tattoos or getting another tattoo probably this a weekend do, a dozen <laughs> times a week. Really? Oh yeah. I th- I think well I've got pictures in my phone. I've got things that you know in my in back of my head things that uh, I I would like to get tattooed. I'm always looking to see if I've got room for cuz I don't want to get anything uh, just on my arms. Like from my shoulder down. That's the only spot you want to tattoo. Like yeah. you don't want to get a Jar Jar Binks on your back or no, nothing. No, not like the guy the other day that we what were about, talking to. What just... about Coors Light Pappy across the neck? <laughs> Shoulder to wrist. The My Pillow logo all, above your heart. All I'm, while I'm willing to do. <laughs> Champagne Pappy on my neck. I think you should. Coors Light Pappy, though. Coors Light Pappy. Uh, then there's the eating soap. People, a lot of people eat soap. Yeah. You, know, I, you have a bar in the shower for washing and a bar for snacking. You it's know. delicious and nutritious. Sure, it is. I found this one that this is going to be a little awkward. Okay. This girl loves drinking her own pee, Terry. She can't go a day. It says it boosts her energy. And over uh, the last four years, she's consumed 900 gallons of her own her own urine. Well, that'll certainly cut back on the water usage in her home. She's going, she's, she's going green. She's going green. reducing her carbon footprint. Or yellow. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatibco. On Classic Rock, K-97. I love arguing with you, Pete. Sure you do. Because you come unarmed so much. I don't understand how you think I'm unarmed, dude. Why? I'm going to back you up on that because my soda tax argument didn't sit with you. Well, when you started bringing in the forest fire No, I just brought in that as an example that people don't change their behavior based upon tax. We're looking at something that could be used as an example. Climate change, blah, blah, blah. The city is filled with smoke right now, and not one person changed anything they did about their day yesterday. In fact, when I lived up north and we had to evacuate, did anybody even take it into consideration that, hey, something like you don't change behavior by tax. It's never changed anybody's behavior. When people people tax cigarettes, do they still smoke? Yeah, you raise it, they get a little pissed, but they still dart. It doesn't change, tax doesn't change behavior. That was the argument I'm making. You don't think that uh, the the price of cigarettes going up made it so that people quit smoking at all? Zero. I'm not going to say at all, Terry, but for the most part, no. People continued to smoke, just like the same thing with the carbon tax and the price of gas. Do people stop putting the nozzle in their car and going to work? No. Taxing people into behavioral changes doesn't work. It's been proven. It's, but gasoline's different. It's a necessity. Soda. I get you. I'm going to agree. Soda is not something. Soda is something. Is, is, soda is an addiction more than anything. I'll find some common ground with you here. Okay, let's uh, uh, properly find some common ground. I think soda is garbage. It's real bad for you. So I will agree with you on that side of things. So do you think the people who consume soda should have to pay more so that they're... uh, Absolutely not. You don't think they should have to pay more for their medical attention because of uh, obesity and no, diabetes and uh, all of the things that... as soon as you open up that can of worms... ...may come as a result of the consumption of the so soda? Then, then where do we stop with that? Do we stop with... Do we now have a cheese tax? Do we now have a bacon tax? Do we now have a... You know, insert tax. As soon as you open up Pandora's box to this, you can tax anything because pretty much anything we shove in our bodies for the most part, is unhealthy. There is a way to find a way to tax it. And I think the soda company already pays tax for developing. We pay tax when we buy it. We pay a bottle and a recyclable tax on that bottle for the Coke that you're buying. There's tax already. You pay your income tax to go to the system that we already pay into. So adding an additional tax isn't going to change people's behavior. It's a cash grab, plain and simple. Do you, what, they, they call it the uh, sin tax because uh, provincially they were always, like right now I think a case of beer is more expensive in Alberta than it is in BC, which 
would su- maybe surprise a lot of people considering the pact- uh, fact that they have the harmonized tax in BC and we don't have it it's here in Alberta. But It's something like 80% too of cigarettes is tax. Oh, it's, it's so, insane. Yeah. So and the, the other question too is all of that tax money, is it going directly to health care? And I don't know if you'll be able to find a politician anywhere on the planet that's going to be able to definitively answer that. Oh, that's all. But you bring up a valid point there, too, is the money that's actually being taxed. I mean, use the carbon tax as an example. If that went all to uh, sustainable green energy, I'd probably be on board with it. I'd be like, okay, cool. Then we can actually transition all of our wonderful oil workers and stuff into a different field. But it's not. It's being used for pet projects and being shipped around somewhere where it doesn't need to go. So... Do you, do, you, do you think soda, like, uh, should be classified as uh, beer and cigarettes because of, uh, it's so bad for you because, and turn it into I, a syntax? No, I don't, because I think people need to start taking some, uh, you know, some responsibility for their own actions. Gee, look at all the information that's out there, Betty. Maybe drinking two liters of RC Cola for breakfast is not a good idea. We also live in 2019 where, you know, by your theory, we should be able, if you want to tax people, then I should be able to body shame them. Hey, fatty, stop drinking Coke for breakfast. But I can't do that because now that's wrong. So, but that's causing the problem. You're not allowed to cause the, call the problem out, you know, like maybe, you know, in moderation, that'd be okay, Betty, but it's not. So I just think, I I just think taxing it is not the answer. I I tangented there, but I think we agree. So does bad. But taxing it doesn't change people's behavior. It's not going to do a damn thing. It's to put more money in the government's pocket and away from you. That's all. All right. Hey, you can call us 780-451-8097. Is it Ontario? Was it Rob uh, Ford that was uh, talking about making this an election campaign issue? or, or It wasn't Ford. No, it's one of the liberal MPs out of uh, Ontario. Oh, it was a f- that's right. It was a... F- was it a federal? No. It's a liberal MP out of Ontario, provincial liberal. That pitched the soda tax, and the federal liberals and stuff are kind of shying away because they're not doing too good right now, so they don't want to add more tax right now. But that's it. I, I just think you you do that, you open up a complete can of worms to tax. Anything. I think we should tax cans of worms. I think we should tax kale. <laughs> I have to hear about it so much. Maybe uh, maybe there should be a tax on it. Who are you hearing about it from? Damn internet. Just had my kale smoothie. Hashtag living my best life. All right, then. Give us a call. It's time for Power Moves with Pete Petipko. Helping you out of potentially problematic predicaments by pondering your problem and then providing you with a power move. Here's Pete. Is this pow- uh, problem related? Is no, you like- know what? This is This is one of the power moves of Pete's past. Oh, this is, so this isn't a solution to a current situation. This is just a power move that uh, could be a solution if you need some money. All right, I'm always trying to side hustle and help people out. All right. Side hustle pappy right here. Side hustle pappy. (laughs) Right. It was plus 31 on Monday. Right. uh, right? Super hot. Or Tuesday or whatever it was in the city. And I was uh, sitting on my front stoop, water in the pelt, trying to get that nice grass going. And I thought, man, could really go for an ice cream cone. Like a spaceship. Like, you know, the red, white, and uh, blue one that you used to be able to get? Oh, yeah. 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 is that what they're called? Spaceships? It's called something like that. Rockets or something? Rockets, yeah. And I'm like, you know, I don't see any Dickie D's around anymore. They're not out yet. Are they things still? Well, sure. They drive around in vans and stuff like that. Do you remember the ones? I thought of the, the power move as a kid we had. The ones on the bicycle. The giant fridge on, on the Two front. Two wheels in the front with the one big the back. Pin, yeah, and you had to pedal that bad front. boy around. Sure, yeah. You'd look at a hill in your neighborhood and go, oh, 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 this is going to suck. Yeah. You'd have to plan your route accordingly, so it was mostly downhill till you were empty before you came back. <laughs> That's a true story right there. Of course it was. Well, my buddy, uh, when we were, uh, you know, off for summer vacation as a teenager in high school, he was a genuine Dickie D employee. And I went out with him every day and helped him hustle ice cream and stuff and make a couple of bucks so we could do whatever we would do. Right. On hot days, like it was on Wednesday, plus 31, we would uh, take the Dickie D and go back to his house first. So he'd pick it up from the yard and then we'd bike over to the house with it. So you pick up the fully stocked... Fully stocked Dickie D. Tricycle full of all of the ice cream and goodies. Head on over to uh, 
his house, right? And then we'd proceed to unload, you know, half to three quarters of the ice cream into his mom's deep freeze in the garage because he had one of those giant old, you know, deep freezes. Well, how are you making money if you're leaving the ice cream in the deep freeze in the garage? Right, and that's what you would think. That's and then, what I do think. Yeah. Well, then we'd wake up his uh, his older brother who was always sleeping, right? And we'd pay him to go down to the beer store. And pick us up a, a couple of cases, three, four cases of cheap beer. And at the time, it was of the original buck of beer era. Uh, not this new one that they're talking right. about. The old one. And you could get President's Choice beer for a buck of beer. Okay? Like some cheap swill. Right. So we'd get four cases. And we'd fill the Dickie D. And then we'd bike up to where they were uh, <laughs> doing new construction on the subdivision in our area. And we'd ding the little bell. ding 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 And the construction guys would come over. And we'd sell illegal beer out of the Dickie D. Two toonies of pop, four bucks of beer. But on a hot day, they had no problem. And most of them would buy, you know, a sud or two and an ice cream to go with it. You know, so we'd package, we'd bundle it together, as you would say. And we'd be sold out in 30 minutes. It was a damn power move. And then we'd go back to his mom's house and just eat as much ice cream as we want. Because it was all paid paid for. for. (laughs) And we'd put some money in our pocket to go down to HMV and get a CD or whatever. It was a power move. And I look today and I'm like, kids, no ingenuity, no hustle. No side hustle pappies out there. No. Well, that was my power. There, there are a number of violations that have... <laughs> <laughs> the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Petipio on Classic Rock. Classic K-97. It's 8.52. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, we've got some smoke out there and a uh, smoky day ahead on high of 24. It's uh, supposed to be nicer for tomorrow and Saturday. Sorry, tomorrow and Sunday, 26 and 28 Let's degrees, so. or 28 and 26 degrees. So there's a ton of stuff going on in the city, sports-wise, this yeah. weekend too. So there really is. And while well, you're going to be uh, keeping an eye on the Eskimos game there in Winnipeg this yeah, weekend, yeah. so uh, the uh, exhibition season continues. I'll be hosting the World Strongman out in Stony Plain. Ah, yes, yeah. that's right. Pete's going to be out in Stony Plain for to both days, Saturday and Sunday, right? Had to have an yes, had, yeah, had to have an emergency meeting last night. That might have taken Terry's idea a little too uh, to the heart there. <laughs> About throwing uh, about I said, Pete, I said, Pete for distance? I said, in my contract, it says I am not allowed to be thrown for distance. <laughs> it can't be used as a shot put? I'm not sure. Yes, I am not part of the machinery. Use him as a discus. There you go. Um, shot put. Do you have, uh, you have some Led Zeppelin coming up? Uh, I do, after 10, I believe, yeah. Today would have been uh, John Bonham's 71st birthday. That is correct, yeah. Uh, have uh, you seen the video of that little girl drumming? To let, oh, good lord. People, Riley's been drumming since he was 12 years old, right? So yep. anytime a kid is behind a drum kit, people, they send, it to people you. send me uh, <laughs> videos. And I've seen I've seen half the world's population behind a drum kit <laughs> thanks to people sending me uh, She's uh, phenomenal. I'm yeah. not sure how old she is. She's just a little bit of a thing, but yeah. she's back there just giving her. Uh, John Bonham uh, died at the age of 32. Death by misadventure, I suppose. Is oh, is that how we're going to say A polite way <laughs> of saying correct way of he saying that. Choked on his vomit <laughs> while he was in bed. The beast, John Bonham. Uh, what? I know. I just just think about this. Gross. It's not a great way to go. It's not, no. it's not an ideal way. He no. had a, a bit of a, a drinking binge before. Uh, I believe he missed a plane as well. <laughs> just before he died. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, lots well, I'll of. Take, I'll take that one. I get nothing I can say there. C- celebrating Bonzo all day here on K97 with lots of Led Zeppelin on what would have been John Bonham's 71st birthday. Jake's up next with more of Edmonton's classic rock for you. K97.